Do it louder. <laughs> do, it, do it one more time. Do it louder. Start it in three, two, one. All right, well, let's just hope for the best. Let's hope. <laughs> I, uh, oh, you know what? I have I'm a few. Dumbass, oh, that's why. So it's probably uh, not picking it up. Because remember, I put this thing lower. It's probably not picking it up because of how low we make this. No, no. even then, I, I would have it at that setting. All right, well, let's hope for the best, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but we're back. Wait, we're wait, gonna... take me off. Oh, right, right. Wait, wait. <laughs> at least we'll, we'll have everything synced, so I just got to look for this. Yeah. Uh, but we're back with another yes. episode of Casual Nerds Podcast, episode 35. Yes, um, it's been a minute. It's been um, a minute. We had some technical difficulties last time we tried to record, but <laughs> our guest is still here. Ronnie still popped out. Yes, Say sir. what up, Ronnie. How you doing? I'm doing mighty fine. Hey. That's what <laughs> I like to hear. You know, I yeah. was very excited to find out that I was going to be a guest. I was listening to the podcast um the last episode and i was like huh, my name <laughs> man was hyped i know so he was he definitely was Thanks. but yeah welcome man we we always wanted to have you yeah we finally got you here <laughs> yeah um, it, feels, it feels good uh, i get i get to be part of the casual nerd plural exactly sure. So right. we know how we start with our guest episodes, how we all met. So um, <laughs> how do, do you remember what's the first memory of all of us together, you know, Ronnie? Yeah, yeah. So I had a good amount of time to rethink about all this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so we're recording this for the second. Like, we recorded a whole episode last time, but the audio didn't work out. So this is going to be a little yeah. weird. <laughs> Have yeah. a whole hour of just, like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Two hours, actually. Right? Two hours. It was. Um but the way me and Daquan had initially met, um, well, first, I, I had an impression already of, of you um, back in middle school. I believe I was in sixth grade and you were in eighth. Um, no, we were in seventh grade. And, oh, no, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I remember I would see you um, a lot because I would see you and I would see like oh you know this is one of the popular kids um <laughs> yes they was they stopped yeah, cuz you would ha- you would hang out with um I don't know if justice was a part of like like that grade but yeah I remember yeah 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 this um this guy justice and then there was dante and just a whole like dante dante shout to dante Danny Shout wasn't out. a part of it, sadly. You can go to one eight nine, Danny. I went there in yeah. spirit. Yeah. Wait, what? 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 Uh, middle school did you go to? Uh, you never heard of it. It's in Bayside. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unheard Sorry, of exclusive. Yeah. Never heard. Of, you definitely never heard of it. <laughs> and I remember seeing you, and um, I was, I would think like, man, that guy must be cool. Um, I wasn't cool, guys. And I was a very timid kid, like like growing up and stuff so i would see a whole bunch of like all of what's crazy is that it's all of our current friends i would see and i'd be like wow you know these everyone's so outgoing and and all this and i was like just like a little sheep to be honest like that's how i how i saw myself back then but then i started getting more assimilated because of uh i, I believe it, it was really like jose and David and all the all them like we'd all hang out and we'd go to 22 and and just 
play football, play uh, sure. like Man any, hunt, anything shark. under the sun. Manhunt, shark. shark. Yeah. Bro, Good those guys. shark days were mad funny. You do the most slickest thing on the playground. <laughs> yeah. We hopped from like one side to the other. Yo, you know what's um, funny about that? I remember the first time I, s- I saw, like, you guys doing that 22, and I was like, yo, these guys are fucking crazy. Like, I would never yeah. try to, like, jump you guys from are, fucking thing to thing. You guys because, are stupid. <laughs> yeah, but I saw somebody do it one time, and I was like, all right, it's possible. <laughs> and I just yeah. kept doing it. But every time I was like, I'm looking, risking my life. Like, my ankle's going to die one day from this. Superman. <laughs> yeah, once you start going in, it's like you you have yeah, this momentum. <laughs> You're like, yo, I got I to gotta get everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny enough, probably one of those days um, is when I I noticed like Danny, he would pop up because like Gerardo would would scoop up like with David and everyone yep. uh, on your on your bikes, your fixies. I don't know if you had fixies. Nah, I wanted yeah, one yeah. even now. I forgot about fixies. Facts, right? But I actually wanted one. Yeah, and and that's sort of how like we start. I started getting more assimilated with like everybody. Eventually, by the end of eighth grade, I had everybody coming over uh, to my crib. Yeah. I remember Danny. I have a video of like you there too. Like we were all like just chilling. We would like vibe, watch movies, and play Naruto um, hey. on the Xbox. I think I remember Sleepers that. Video. Yeah, bro. It's been so long. I forgot you guys even slept over a couple of times. But yeah, I remember I, would, me too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, remember I never I would lay did. out my beds. Because I had, like, a futon, like, I was sleeping on, which was cool because, you know, it's one yeah. of those, like, bedrooms. You have a couch, yeah. you know, convert it. And then, like, there's another extra mattress I had. So we had all this space on the floor, and we were just chilling and just vibe, you know? Go to Venice next door, uh, grab, some, sure. like, grab a slice. And it was just good times. Yeah, good old middle school days. Um... You have any favorite memories from our childhood that Ronnie you want to talk about? From my childhood, I don't have anything in particular that um, I remember, but. Except that Day was a cool, cool. kid. Yeah, except <laughs> yeah, that Day was, was a cool kid. I was, was cool just a cool guy. But once I, once I got into high school, what I really enjoyed, um, I still consider that, you know, childhood, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really do much pre. Eighth grade, because <laughs> yeah. I play video games, um, is when I joined leaders, the leaders program for the YMCA. Yes, sir. Shout that out to the Y. Was <laughs> a game changer because you, I, I really got put into an environment where I was, I wasn't uncomfortable, but I was also. Did Zoe, at the same did time. Zoe and Shania put you on to the leaders? Yeah, yeah. I I'm pretty I, sure it was Zoe, Shania, and David. They were all like, yo, yo, bro, wow. bro, bro. I remember one night they brought me over to to that the after school. Um, I forgot what it was, but I, I remember there was like... Yeah, I don't really remember your origin story for leaders. I, I remember yeah, I just, you I just showed popped up, up one at day. one point. Yeah, yeah I popped up. <laughs> and it was just, all right, Ronnie's here, cool. <laughs> I remember Passy was there. I remember like yeah. just a few few heads uh, from, from like back in the day. I think that's when you first told me you like Logic, and I was like, what the fuck, Rodney? What? <laughs> really? Yeah. Logic was a thing back then? What? Yeah, I mean, Logic's pretty old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2012, 2013. Yeah. Like, was when he was coming up. Yeah, and essentially, that's around the, the era where I um I started to uh, bloom a bit because, you know, when someone Ronnie became grows Ronnie. up. What was that? 
said Ronnie became Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, I, I was in development. I was a work in progress. I had not experienced a lot, and these kinds of programs are there for, um, you know, not not only people like me. But there's just like a whole spectrum of people that that should be a part of these programs. It just gives you an idea that even the thought that the world is much bigger than it is. But not only that, it's much more accessible than you think. That's crazy. Wow. I've never wow. advertised this program this well wow. in my life. Why you just bodied that? Just be asking me that. Like, oh, what's the latest program? I'm like, uh, it's a safe haven. We can have fun conversations and go on cool trips. Yeah, it. it is. It is like the it, you. Yeah, but you did it way better than I did. You know, that's some of the you stuff want a job that you, at the you, include, <laughs> you know, because as again how I, I how i kind of framed like me growing up I, I was very quiet very timid um i never had any kind of like push or any kind of like discomfort or heavy discomfort at least where i was kind of forced to grow as a person but again this leaders program it just it just kind of goes to show that when someone is in the face of adversity even if it's not inherently um bad or negative you still have some room to grow and i i feel like you know i don't want to toot my own horn or anything but i feel like i'm a i'm a good like model to kind of show for that uh, i think it I might be a little difficult <laughs> yeah i think it might be a little difficult for you guys to imagine because you know me now but like back then like i was just dead ass like you if you saw me i mean i mean you guys probably saw like in the beginning stages i was like just like you know, you're, kid, you're you know? like very to yourself I would say uh, you're an introvert, and you just yeah. didn't really go outside your little bubble. Oh, no, yeah. he's always a cool guy. In middle school, I always remembered you just being like, like just one of those people in the hallway. It was like, I always recognized your face, but we just never spoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I grew up around, like, the time with... Um, is it fine if I just like pull out names? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. you don't want to. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because yeah. like these are all people like you know we 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 love. Yeah. Even though like, I personally don't talk to a lot of people now. Um, Pacielli, oh, uh, yeah. great, great person. Um, who Shout else? out Pacielli. Shania, of course, like yeah. probably one of the the most like outgoing yeah. people out like at Shania. the time. <laughs> Zoe. Uh, um and i got to get a lot closer with all of you guys you know um who who was uh oh jermel bro jermel was like the what guy oh i was like who is this <laughs> Daddy's like, who the fuck? <laughs> jermel was the guy bro that's, you know? that's you, why it's you, hard to be at beacon right now yeah, that's why it's so to, great you you get to be exposed to um you know other people who are also developing but Bro, the Y, it's, it's, or at least the Beacon Center, um, had really nice picks, you know, for counselors. That's Very valid picks. Like, if you really think about it. Danny, I don't, I don't know if I ever explained it to you, but for the last five-ish directors at my job, they've all been Beacon kids. Oh, word. Yeah, so it's just literally been like, oh, wow. everybody just slowly coming up. And most of them came from our Y. Oh damn! Yeah, so you know, I'm, damn. I'm, I'm next you up. Come up, you the I'm next, next up. up. 
Let um, me give you outside perspective, though, for someone that didn't go yeah, to Beacon. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, shit yeah, was yeah, annoying because you guys were just trapped in there. Anytime <laughs> I wanted to chill, now nah, pull up to Beacon. All right, all right, I'll try to come in. Yo, tell him, tell him you're just here to for for volleyball or basketball. I try to walk by. Where are you going? Oh, I'm just here to basketball. Are you part of the program? Yeah. Nah, let me see your whatever. And then I had to sign up, bro. I had to sign up like 20 times for Beacon. They're like, bring it back next time. I'm like, okay. Because you didn't have the confidence. No, bro. See, see, I literally see. would walk by. I would try to walk by, but there. I always always look. Oh, I was older, so they're like, well, oh, yeah, you're not in middle you school. Look older, anyways. You got the height, bro. <laughs> so yeah, they would never <laughs> let me just, just walk by. Sneak in. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm just here for volleyball. They're like, what? No. And then they would ask me for names, Volleyball's and I didn't know names. Yeah. Damn, you should have been like, yo, yeah. Christina, Christina. And then Back freaking, soon. it was just jail, bro, because I could never go in and you guys could never come out. And it's so funny because <laughs> it was only you. Like, everyone yeah. else was able to slip by. It was only you. Like, bro, I, I was able to slip by. I mean, uh, granted, I, I looked like a kid anyway. And yeah, you went there, so it was easier for you to know <laughs> me. Yeah. I would be like, uh, yeah. like, who, who's the, this person? I'm like, I don't know. Bro, I, I've, I've gotten Josh in like post like high school <laughs> and they thought he was a participant so all right that says a lot to josh no that says <laughs> a lot to josh i mean yeah true <laughs> but it's no, why yeah josh josh got that school. that you know he got that softy face you know he, he, he got that baby face what no like the saying like a little kid face. oh no i heard something else because i have the mic so it sounded a little different on my end yeah and I, we we tried getting um Alan in there. Alan was in there initially, not not essentially the leaders program, but he was yeah. he was part of Beacon. Facts, he was absolutely. I think that's how he met all of you guys. Facts, no, that's that's how me and Alan actually met. He came, he was in Beacon after school. Me here in the same group. It was me, him, and Samuel. We all yeah. was crushing on Isabella, and that was ah, the vibe. Samuel, <laughs> Samuel, yeah. Pedro's brother. So right? Isabella look like that now though. I have no idea. Uh, I have yeah. literally. Once you graduate middle school, I did not hear a thing about her since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for for those of you who don't know, Alan's my my cousin. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. You know, we're 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 yes. cousins. You know, well, we're, I, I was the first, no second guest on the pod. Second guest. Yeah, the I actually didn't believe them. They were cousins for a minute. Like I wasn't sure. I was Me like, too, bro. It was mostly because of Facebook with them having like the two different last names. I'm like, it wasn't even the last name. I just. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. They don't. <laughs> some some of them yeah. just seems off. Yeah, and then Alan always <laughs> fucked around, so I was like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I think once I found That's out they funny. play, they both play video games. I was kind of like, All right, now it's starting to make what? sense. I, I don't know why, but it was just like this that makes was your sense. Life? <laughs> yeah, video game. This makes sense. <laughs> so me and you and everybody could have been cousins. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I guess at like at the time, like. Nobody was really like gaming, gaming like that. Uh -huh. So, for, like, for them to be like, I don't know where it's like from them mention they were cousins, and then like, I see how much they were gaming together. Uh -huh. I, I shouldn't mention they were gaming together. I was yeah, kind of like, true. maybe you guys are actually cousins. That would okay. That would have, yeah, it makes a little more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I gotta fully see my dog, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, this casual nurse podcast. So, we want to know that, oh, uh, not Danny, Ronnie, what you nerd out about, bro? What you nerd out about? Um, so I'm more of like, just overall my personality, I'm more of like an academic type. Um, I'm kind of like a stickler for books. Uh, so anything that has to do with like the literary world, I, I used to like 
nerd out a lot about like literary characters and like the um decipher and dissect what like you know different literary works mean um but after that i kind of got into like other stuff like I, i'm very into star wars like i'm huge on star wars <laughs> not rebels though <laughs> i don't sorry right. right, like it doesn't appeal to me i don't know thank why you. I just, thank the, you ronnie the only just thing i've probably seen from it. that the only thing i've probably seen from that is like youtube clips of ahsoka if no one's watched it spoiler that's all i've seen ahsoka too, versus darth vader no, it's funny. Like after we recorded the pod, uh, like that same night, I like went and watched the show, and I was like, "This show is so good. Why do they not want to watch it, bro? Oh, it's man. so fire, bro." Oh, you went to sleep thinking <laughs> you went to sleep crying, I like no. I was watching. I did as almost crying. Oh, I was like, "They need to watch the show, bro. It's so good." Oh my. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. That's so fun. So Star Wars, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, Star Wars. Um, Star Wars is a very big one because I I grew up not with obviously not with the the original trilogy, but I worked I watched a lot of the pre sequels. Um, I had them on DVD. I remember I had this very vivid memory because it was such like a a big thing for me, even though I didn't know what the fuck Star Wars was like in general. It's just like I I knew I had an idea because of all those ads, like growing up. Yeah, who I put had you, the, like, did someone put you on or you just, like, happened to stumble No, no, my, my mom was, like, a big fan, like, like of the original trilogy. Like, she always saw, like, oh, right. um, yeah. Harrison Ford and, um... Mark Hamill. And, uh, Mark Hamill? Wow. Brain fart. Mark, Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill. <laughs> Mark Hamill. There we go, there we go. Yeah, I had a brain fart. Man, it's hurting for Mark Hamill. Nah. The handsome, right, Mark the, Hamill. the Chad. The Chad of, of the of the time he, he was definitely a child <laughs> yo a man had a whole brain fart i just yeah, saw it unfold yeah. <laughs> my mom okay okay my mom would, would be like very big on 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 all the characters um God. even r2d2 like in c3po even though she gets them confused um, <laughs> really that's yeah even, i was watching boba fett with her the, the other um the other week and and she was like oh, oh is that that's um C three P, no, that's R two. But I remember this memory. Uh, I have this memory of me going into Best Buy, and like just just going up and down, like you know all the movies and stuff, and seeing the the trilogy pack. The trilogy pack. <laughs> so it was it was all three all three of the 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 pre sequels in a bundle on imax and oh. i was like i need to get this and, and we bought it we bought all of them and i was i was so hyped man i remember watching it and i would keep watching and watching it um it had some of like those directors cut kind of things um co- audio commentary by george lucas um well, himself. yes i mean you could tell you could already tell like this is just something i nerd out about it's it's immense like even from a from a child but growing up, I got to learn more about the the lore of Star Wars, and some people probably might like be very very lost um, in the relate re- the relatability with these movies. Like I try to put on my other friends that are, are like just not into sci-fi, you know. 
um i'm sure you guys have like tried that too but um it's it's tough because the only way someone's going to get into like this the sci-fi world is if like you find something that's relatable or at least you give them something that like feeds it that feeds yeah. them you know you don't really appreciate a lot of the star wars movies because of the fact that episode one is a complete snooze fest uh, oh, <laughs> up until oh, up until like the end right. and uh it is a it is like you know that might bug some cool people racing. but it, it is a very yeah, popular yeah. Yeah, the racing the racing is pretty cool i think the racing dragged but it's still a whole 20 cool, minutes bro of is racing it? damn i really haven't seen it that well long, like then. i don't know it's it's pretty exciting <laughs> yeah like even okay, i'll, I'll, I'll put it into perspective being as a kid so. i'll put it into perspective the racing was properly done and properly pra- uh, placed um the only issue is that if someone hasn't seen the original trilogy, then there are going to be a lot of bits and pieces that they're not going to be able to appreciate and like stick through to the end. Like just a casual um, watcher of movies, you know, just a casual person. Really, the pottery, I don't know. The pottery is as little kid. I was I, like, this is I, fucking I just saw it randomly too. Yeah. I never really yeah. was into Star Wars yet. And when I saw it, and I was like, it's, it's just racing. So it's like, yeah, yeah, cool. but we're guys. We're guys. We see true. like, we see like fast things. We're like, oh, that's very true. Everybody gotta watch do. it unless the girls no. like has brothers or dads that put her on it's very yeah it's very tough I I way back um like early well, isn't that isn't that anything like no one would know anything else might put that them on first true. yeah true. yeah i remember way early back in um probably my sophomore year of uh high school i tried having natalie watch it and she has a very short attention span you know not to her <laughs> fault but um this movie just was just a snooze fest and honestly as i was watching it i felt the same way too because up until the racing part like there was just yeah. nothing going on that yeah is pretty dumb. yeah a lot of the, especially in the prequels a lot of the dialogue is like super dry and it's like like super like metaphorical and it was like if you don't yeah i guess yeah I, I see what you mean in that part where it's like if you don't understand star wars you're like whoa i'm a 15 minute conversation yeah why would you pick up uh this this movie out of all things you know so yeah. it's a very bad start because it's made for fans honestly because if you, so are you if saying you the look entire at, series is fanfare that's crazy that is I mean, crazy. That's that's how that's how they they've been milking a lot of stuff. That is like, true. You, you know that. Especially the, the after the CG, the, the CG, the trilogy after. Yeah, yeah. It's just a whole like based spoon, off the original trilogy. They're spoon trilogy. feeding us with just like stuff that happened before, and like I said, if someone hasn't watched the original trilogy, like put it into perspective. They, if you really wanted to make a movie that was tailored for a new audience, then you would have made it more exciting throughout, you know, the beginning. It's like, it's a lot of political things that kids aren't going to really be that, or at least even teenagers aren't going to be really that appreciative, appreciative of, because once I started getting into the clone wars, I started to notice, um, that there's a lot of politics involved and like these little minute and anthology series, um, and episodes it, it made me more appreciative of it because there's something deeper going along the story instead yeah. of just like oh um taxes <laughs> you know 
Maybe taxes. we should watch Rebels. Aliens don't want to, <laughs> don't want to, you know, give up something. And then you have uh, Jar Jar. He was actually an interesting character. The CG it's the only reason why the there was something going on, bro. If he wasn't there, yeah. for just to like laugh at and like bash on, definitely. I'm gonna be honest. I liked him more in the movie than I liked him in Clone Wars. In Clone Wars, he was really? even more annoying to me. Yeah, and I hated him in Clone Wars. <laughs> I felt the same about him, not more or less. I mean, yeah, I, I guess because like in the movies, he just like more like comic relief, so he just like okay, whatever. Yeah. But it's like in Clone Wars, they kind of try to make him like a serious character, and then it was like he just wasn't really. And it was like yeah, I, he I, did. Yeah, they kind of did that for a lot. And of his voice is hella annoying. I hate his voice. <laughs> you don't thought it was sexy, bro? Damn. What? <laughs> Episode <laughs> two, though, he, I think Jar Jar did get better because he became a diplomat for Naboo. Um, yeah. And then you can kind of see the, the evolution, or at least like you get to see the time span in between when Anakin gets taken in uh, for, for his training and all that time that passes. Like yeah. once Jar Jar sees Anakin, he's like, you know, he he yells out Annie. Yeah, he's a like, grown man. Yeah. What a grown. Like but... you're a grown dude. Like, yeah. like I just saw you like prepubescent, and now you got like <laughs> mad balls about a grow beard. <laughs> but now I feel you. Um, but but yeah, in general, Star Wars, there's a very very deep love for it. I I nerd out about it because. It tells a much richer story than what people like to pose it as. Um, it's cool. That's that's a very big <laughs> point that a lot of people also miss. Um, if you're not already a fan, the lightsaber fights, the choreography, the things that lead up to the big events because they play a much bigger role to um, the entirety of the universe. The reason why the mandalorian boba fett these are going to be mandalorian has already been a great success and why the others uh series that are going to come out in the future are going to be a great success and we already we've already seen from the clone wars itself um the animated series is that it builds the world and, and you appreciate these smaller stories <laughs> you appreciate these smaller stories um because we it adds to an overall yeah yeah it adds it adds a flavor to it because that's what kind of makes harry potter so great in a way yeah like how vast the world is yeah so i kind of like i remember me and danny was talking about it when it comes like the mcu like tv shows i'm hoping like like all the little stuff that's happening in our shows do start to matter in the movies because so far it seems like they're just just like a a story that like if you watch it you watch it but if not then it's fine we'll like Loosely explain it in the movies, and I hope it becomes like yeah. a way more like concrete thing. Just so it's like okay, like these little details do matter in the grand scheme of the universe. I, I see that um, appearing a lot in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like to your point, is that there? There probably is a greater scheme going on um, because you know it's Marvel. We 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 know they're gonna do yeah, something. Yeah. But what I appreciate a lot out of those um, little series is that we have the very supernatural, mystical side. And then we have, like, the more relatable human side um, of the story. So it's it's one narrative where it's, like, we're more there to wow. You know, there's a wow factor. But then we have a more, de- like, down here, centered, earth-centered 
yeah. story where we can sort of look at the characters and relate to them, you know, because they're, they're human emotions. Um, the, the whole thing with, um, the new Captain America, it's, it tells a story a lot deeper with, um, the institutionalized segregation. Um, institutionalized racism that we have going on in the United States. There's a really good story by Ralph Ellison called um, The Invisible Man. I I highly doubt you guys will read it, but um, there is also a movie. (laughs) Now I'm going to read it. There's this little short story with inside of The Invisible Man. It's called the, The Battle Royale. And essentially the main character gets, like, he has he becomes a valedictorian. He's about to go to college and the town like elite invite him over to uh, the town hall. And essentially he gets thrown into a, a boxing ring by all these white men who are the elite, you know, they're the elite of the town and the, all everyone inside the boxing ring is African-American and they get forced to do these things. Um, for their satisfaction, just to fight and like just suffer essentially. And then at the end, they he's they make him say a speech, uh, his valedictorian speech, and he gets silenced. The story in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm sure you guys they like, covered it when when it came. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know, it's just it's just they really actually... interesting things. Like these are very down to earth so things. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. These are very down to earth things and. And that's what Marvel is really hitting right now. Yeah. Even though we love the boom and the magic, sometimes it's good to take that break. Real stories. Yeah. Um, So you you said it. You love Star Wars. So what's your favorite Star Wars movie or um, or, uh, series? Episode 8. Really? Explain that. Explain that. It's not. Oh. It's not anything yeah. in the original or the prequel. So that's an interesting. Okay. Okay. My favorite. I'll give you my favorite two movies, and they're for basically the same reason. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Episode Three. A little bit more reason for for the third one, but Episode Eight as well. Um, sort of also for the same reasons, but just obviously from different contexts. The the eighth one had the second best fight scene. Out of all of the Star Which Wars one? movies, what was the fight scene? It was um, it was Ray and Kylo Ren in the forest. I, no, 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 nah, no, no, no. The, that was seventh movie. The oh. Snoke's little room. They were they were oh, in um, the snow the the mountain. Yeah, they were in the, Snoke's like, lair. The, yeah, they were on a ship. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, they he he projects a mental image of him cutting down Ray, but then you know. Again, anyone who hasn't seen it, spoilers. 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 Star Wars: Last Jedi came out. I don't know what you're doing if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah, and then he he strikes down uh, Snoke. I almost said Snape. Uh, but it's just such a good fight scene. I remember seeing it in the movie theaters. I remember seeing it with um, Jose and my mom, 
and we were like in the we this was a last minute plan and we we went to like the front row we were like the the second to front row and i remember being like this like <laughs> damn man's broke. <laughs> you know, i had my, my, my oh, neck no. broke 90. looking at this he was 90 and i was in up. awe bro yeah, i was I in awe same thing for infinity wars it's okay right? <laughs> you gotta do yeah, what you gotta it, do sometimes it's different you know but i was in awe like complete shock like i was just like yo this is the best thing in the world like oh uh, uh, you know because it's so well choreographed and there's this one part where like ray is literally like in a lock and then all she has to do is turn off her lightsaber drop it and catch it with the other hand and then yeah that seems tough um and and then um for three obviously the 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 battle of of i forgot what they they put it down in like the the scene titles but this battle of destinies is like oh, the, on, yeah um student versus student against master because honestly like even though anakin did have like the the power of a master you know he was still he's still a student yeah uh, kenobi had the ultimate control over his his own power while anakin was kind of unleashing and barraging onto him you see everything that accumulated from the second movie where he lost against Count they lost against Count Dooku, or at least Kenobi was knocked out by him. And he learned. He switched his fighting form if you hadn't noticed to um I forgot I forgot the name, but he switched his fighting form to yeah, a more yeah. defensive form. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. fit him a lot better and he became a master, um almost on par with Mace Windu. And this is all like canonical stuff, but it's it's very interesting little details that you start to notice and there's that rebel scene where he runs into oh. shout out rebels <laughs> oh. the only yeah. two scenes bro that i know about yeah there's more scenes where, uh, you gotta watch the show it's okay I, you know, Captain, yeah, I there's will, like I one will. more no there's not i'm telling you bro the show is the only missing <laughs> link where we have uh what's his face um Darth Maul fi- finally finding finding Kenobi. You saw like yes, his stance. He had a very defensive stance. I can yeah. make the stance for you. You know he had his <laughs> lightsaber out, and then he has his two fingers like this. Yeah. You know, back, and it works. You know, you, it's flawless, masterful. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Danny? What's your favorite Star Wars movie or show? Favorite Star Wars movie shows definitely Clone Wars. That one. Just growing up, I have so much nostalgia with it. You didn't, you didn't see Rebels, though? Ah, uh, nah, I didn't. Definitely, definitely Clone Wars, uh, favorite show. And then movie, I would say, I would say three. None of the, I know you guys both, I think both of you like eight, but three for me, like yeah. the, the the new trilogy didn't click for me, especially the last one, none of them. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Day? It, it, it took me a while to, to, I guess understand the value and what what Ryan Johnson was trying to do in it, but it was such a hard pivot from Force Awakens, which is my favorite um, Star Wars movie. That it just it took me it took me some time to learn, but yeah, Force Awakens is my favorite one just because it I, obviously it's like it's it's kind of the same like same old like Star Wars story of like oh it's a random person in Tatooine they learn how to get their powers da 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 and it's like oh the, the next chosen one, but it just I don't know it was just like that same old Star Wars fun, which is like a new look and a new character. And it was just like, oh yeah, like I love this. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's Force Awakens. Force Awakens is definitely my oh. favorite. Show-wise, definitely The Mandalorian. Wars. 
Definitely oh, okay, okay. All right, that's a yeah. good pick. That's a really good pick. Yeah. Season what other shows are there? I, I, oh, yeah, I mean, there's Rebels, the, the Mando Wars, and the, the Resistance. Now, now, if we want to shit on a Star Wars the, TV show, yeah. The Resistance is yeah. trash. Yeah. That, I tried after Rebels, and I was like, this is ass. So. What about the Lego... The Lego yeah, show. show did not know that I, show. I, I the game was know. yeah, they did. The game was great. I yeah. love the game. The I game is like what got me out, more though. into it. Like, cause they they they're like keeping up with like, the current like oh, are they? Uh, uh, about it's to come too out much. Like, yeah, April though. Really? Yeah, like, it, oh, it, it, I, now I think it's too much. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. but I guess not like the original, the original trilogy, and then the prequel. That fire. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cold Wars. Clone Wars, Rebels, Talk about Marvel. masters, though. Who would you um want to oh, yeah. be your master, Ronnie, if you could have one uh, someone train you? Since we are on that topic. Yeah, I, I think we're we're open to like uh, Star Wars Legends, right? Yeah. Go crazy. Movie man. shows, games. All right, so books. I would <laughs> definitely a hundred percent have either um, Obi Wan. No, 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 no. Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, Qui-Gon, because he's more on, like, the spectrum of, like, what would be known as a gray Jedi, which is someone who kind of embodies the 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 Sith code as well as the Jedi code. Uh, so he's, like, split down the middle. Like, he lets emotions in, but he doesn't let them overtake him. And I, I remember, like, utilizing this philosophy throughout... Um, my development in high school because and also going into college because it, it's it's one of those things where you you have to understand that you in this life like you can't really be a pacifist because then someone's going to step over you um That's very true but at the same time if you go with the opposite it's just going to kind of make you an asshole of a person <laughs> you won't really be a, you know you won't be adding on to the world you'll kind of be negating because you're closing yourself off with these like negative emotions and stuff um but if if not qui-gon then someone that i really love a star wars character that they knows uh about because he's played the cold tour series yes sir um, is darth Kreia, or just Which Kreia. I don't know who because is. um yeah, yeah, give, yeah, yeah. Search her up, search her up. K R E I A. Give the viewers a little rundown, though. All right, all right, all right. So, Darth Kreia is used to be a Jedi um, during the the age of the Old Republic, and this is before the um, Mandalorian War, where the Mandos were were taking like planet by planet. And it's in destroying literally everybody and conquering everybody. Like so Kreia had started questioning a lot of like the Jedi beliefs and how a lot of individuals in the Jedi Order were essentially being um they, they weren't doing anything, you know? Like yeah. it's kinda how like NATO like are we see NATO today and we're like, yo, like they do absolutely nothing until like the l- the literal last like moment when people are about to just everybody's about to die, you know. So that's kind of what started like the Jedi war against the Mandos. But Kreia essentially 
embodies this this um it, she's she's a very complex character that's all i could really say um because there's so much depth to to her actual uh character she trains you in kotor too like you find her um stripped of the force your character is stripped of the force even though you have a very strong connection or if you feel like you had one it's stripped away because you felt the ripple effects of the death of everyone during that war so you stripped yourself away from the force but you and her are connected and she teaches you th- throughout the, your journey uh, a v- variety of lessons one th- I'll give you one instance uh, when you land on one of the planets like the planet that's more like the, you have like black market activity you run into a beggar and you have two options and whichever option you get Kreia will give you this little rundown of like sna- of a scenario of what would have happened if you I mean what would happen with the decision you made so one if you gave the beggar money she would scold you and say why in the world like would you do that like you're helping him <laughs> live um, when he has to learn and go get a job you know that, that that's essentially like what, what she's saying but yeah. at the same time because you ga- did that for him he has money and now all the other thieves are going to beat him up and he you eventually like you see a little clip of him getting murdered for that money damn and then if you didn't then she would say like you know this decision you kill like he he became starved and died as a result so whichever decision you make you kind of get scolded because she goes and repeats and repeats that any actions you have you make they have consequences you have to think very carefully whether you're a slave to your desire a slave to other people's perspectives or wants or are you listening to yourself and reason there's this dichotomy inside the game of um of morals like what morals actually mean yeah and uh i don't know if you knew knew this but in with the wookies if you save one of their lives then they're they're a slave to you they're indebted to you and they can't go beyond those bounds even if they wanted to like let's say you're just a complete asshole to them they will listen no matter what because they're bound by creed and that's what that's what happens inside of the game you save a Wookiee's life and now you have to listen now they have to listen to you even if if it's against their morals so he's a slave to his creed are you a slave to someone else's gotcha that's actually really just in life you could like that's just like life just a life lesson I guess and it's all from a game which I said I know I said before but like games the game story writing is just honestly top notch doesn't get enough credit like you get great stories from video games that like you really don't get anywhere else just experience like you play a character you go through the story you kind of feel it yourself it's like it's a very different very different it's a different world yeah, yeah. what about you dan um, who's your master my master i would say for my master i would go with i would say freaking i know it's not the best 
but uh, Anakin. 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 I knew it. I knew it. Anakin. What's wrong with What's wrong with going Anakin? I know he. I see, I I see know what you're gonna do, bro. Yo, don't let him near the Y. Don't let him near the Y. Oh no, 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 but. I would go with Anakin just because um, I know besides the like the way he ended up, but he kind of went on that like played that line like Ronnie said of being like somewhat good, somewhat bad in a way. Like not good. he wasn't bad first, but like playing that thin line of what Jedi should follow and what they shouldn't. He allowed you some freedom as a student and things of that nature. You saw it through his errors. He was learning as well, which showed he was still a student and learning. So I would go with Anakin. Just I like the vibe he gave. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you like the vibes. Good yeah. vibes. Good vibes. Yeah. Good vibes. Good vibes. Yeah. Um, what about for, you, Day? For me, uh, when I was like first started to watch Star Wars, it was Qui Gon Jinn. Also, you know, watching the first movie, you see like a very cool, chill guy. And then obviously, like as you like watch Clone Wars and everything. Finding out how he was trying to poke that line, kind of being like a great Jedi, that they, that was all like really exciting to me. But then you know they really developed Ahsoka over time, the Clone Wars and Rebels. <laughs> Rebels was choosing the end, all right. All right, but they develop a character a lot, and and she she comes like the true like great Jedi, at least for like what we can see in the Star Wars universe, and um, just just like her whole thing of just like, hey, I'm not gonna. I'm not here to be like to choose like what's right or wrong. I'm just here to come be helpful. So if it, if it does end up being something bad, then it'll be something bad. If it ends up being something good, it'll be something good. But I'm not gonna try to make that a good or like a yes or no kind of thing for for her own decisions to make, whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, she was just like a really cool character. Learned from Anakin and Obi Wan also, so like it's cool like. Hey man, like just do you. If you get the job, let me get the job done. Like I, see, I do. You see that. how she turned but, out? She didn't kill no little kids for no reason. Exactly. So, you know, that's how I'm rocking. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she turned out good, and she was Anakin's student, so I'm good too. But so so here's the thing. I think, yes. <laughs> I think the the this is very interesting how like you you guys pick people who are very much tied together. Um, Anakin, I feel like since he was around people who were telling him otherwise um, about, you know, emotions and to be void and essentially be uh, embody what Buddhist philosophy would be um, to disassociate like from anything worldly, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that kept him like bottling up those feelings yeah and then eventually it also exploded like fuck, he was still man. an adolescent and then but here's the interesting part is that when in the clone wars we find out that Kenobi had had a had a little had a little thing with um but he cut it off Exactly. That's well, yeah, difference. because he knew the the greater good. He was a like, greater good. He probably he probably clipped. He he probably he definitely did. did. Oh, no, he, he definitely clapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he pulled out. And then he cut Eric. it off. Because because he knew he knew better. You know, he knew the name of the game. Exactly. Anakin, like you know, he really caught feelings. Like he saw, he he was a kid. He was like, yo, you're an angel. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> And yeah, shorty. <laughs> yeah, you fell in love, you know. Maybe he's looking for like a motherly figure. I don't know. 
He's, Damn, this know? is some real psychological stuff. I mean, yeah. that's probably what it ended up really. <laughs> um, Had a little you, Oedipus complex. You think? Do you think if Kobe wanted would have killed Anakin like y'all had a surety back in the day? You think Anakin would have like think things would worked out better between them, or was Anakin destined to be evil? <laughs> I'd like to think that, you know, destiny plays out how how it does. Um, like, of course, it, it was supposed to happen. But I, I do think that if Kenobi opened up more, because he, he trained him as a student, you know, he, he, he probably went more secular the way that he was raised to be rather than uh, be more personable, you know. Yeah, it's kind of funny how, like, Qui-Gon, I guess, like, Obi-Wan wasn't able to fully learn from Qui-Gon, but it's like, with Qui-Gon being such a, like, oh, I'm trying to be, like, the perfect balance with the Force, and actually, like, follow the way like, we're supposed to handle the Force, but Obi-Wan to be so, like, no, I'm gonna follow the Jedi ways, and, and like, no, I, I can't have attachments and all that, it's crazy that he wouldn't come back out of a guy, but again, I guess he didn't fully learn from Qui-Gon when he died so, like, early-ish in his career. we haven't but speaking of like we haven't really gotten much like star wars except for boba fett you know i think they're taking it like one step at a time meanwhile we got like phase 50 58 on marvel yeah. hey marvel from the jump they had a better plan yeah, but I think yeah, Star Wars at that point right now where it's like, okay, yeah. now we're mapping things out. Like now For we're sure. piecing everything back from the past to the future and all that. But I think we're, we're gonna get to I was really upset before when when Disney bought um, Lucasfilms. Lucas really? Because because I knew eventually they were gonna make some like major change, and they did. They made Kotor into canon. No, not canon. They made it into Legends. So like they could and they mo- removed it from canon. So whatever yeah. was in that, except for a few pieces, um, like the existence of Darth Revan, uh, because he was in the Clone Wars for a brief moment as a vision, um, and you know just just Darth Kreia and then all those other like likable characters from those uh, areas, like they they kind of got removed. Um, and it just kind of made me upset. I was just like, you know, there's this whole bigger world that could have really been, like, flourished into something. Like, Knights of the Old Republic was the... was, like, a, a golden treasure that, that could have been utilized. They they could have dug for more money, bro, like, using <laughs> using these <laughs> things. But right now, I'm actually going to start the novels that they have. Um, oh, that us? Yeah, I have two of them. Let me let me see if I can pull that out. Yeah, I've been wanting to buy that that's that's something I wanted to do. I wanna buy a whole bunch of like Marvel comics and like all like the Star Wars books and just read all the We better keep we, them mint condition one day. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the higher public. Hey. Yeah. Maybe we talk about these like comic books and stuff is like so like it's so incredible. So I really wanna like actually read them. So But um I think we briefly talked about the, the Marvel Disney TV What did you think of this the finale of Boba Fett? Or I guess what did you think of the whole season of Boba Fett? I liked how the the 
first half was a lot because yeah yeah because it was i was like a, a nuanced approach to film um and episode making it was different because they they're us- utilizing a lot of flashbacks and uh current moments in the present to kind of illustrate uh his development as a character so we see like his before we already knew he was a bounty hunter he was type ruthless and he had an agenda he he was scarred from like the death of his father uh, seeing him beheaded like right in front of him and he became a bounty hunter like him and when we when we see these this kind of like filmmaking you you really expect you're like you know something so, so this is going to be something big and we did get something uh we did get something pretty huge but then when we started transitioning into uh mando 2.5 <laughs> i was kind of like you know what what was the point like what why what, why did we do this like, like, we could have had just a, whole a straight, other series yeah right we could have had like a straight linear like oh tuscan raiders oh um and then ban the the Bantha tank uh oh uh oh so continue ronnie continue. you know like it's it's very it's very interesting that that they had done it but we did get a big payoff i i feel like um a satisfying one um hopefully mando's reinstated back with the um the coven is that is that what they called it? I forgot. For the the coven of of Mandos. Yeah. So Dave's computer died. All right. Picked it up. We're back. Uh, yes. Yeah, my so. laptop randomly turned off. Don't know why. But um, yeah. So for the Boba Fett, <laughs> as you were saying, right? Yeah. So Boba Fett. So the coven of uh, so, Mandos. Yeah, the coven of Mandos. Um. I, I'm not sure if that was covered. I forgot if like they they were like, oh, you know, you're accepted back or whatever. Um, we <laughs> got a little bit more lore towards the dark saber. Um, yes, yeah, we did. We find out that they did not retcon um, Ben Solo being Luke's first student, which which again is huge. And we find out that Yoda is is essentially going to be a Mandalorian. <laughs> Grogu, Grogu, Grogu. Yeah, I was like Yoda. I yeah, was like, Grogu, oh. Grogu. But yeah, oh, real casual. Yeah, yeah, man, a little casual, a little casual. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was definitely cool that seeing that he will be a Mando with Force powers. That would be super cool to see him develop. And uh, so what else? So overall, what would you rate the show? Uh, I'm gonna rate it out of five. Um, <laughs> you with this five star rating. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let me hear it. So, the first time from background, while we're laughing, yeah. the first time I recorded, Ronnie was just like, uh, I think it's like a four. A four. Five. But he, he didn't say, say he the five. Four, and we were just like, out of, <laughs> out of five? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give yeah. It, I give it a four out of five. Gotcha. It's it's a little nuanced. Um, great visuals. They did they did a better job with like the CG on Mark Hamill's face. Ooh, super. Yeah, because before oh. it was kind of like, I just felt like, Come they on, just, man, this yeah, is wrong. YouTuber name was, but shout out to him. Something with us. Yeah. Shout out to that YouTuber. Shout name. out. Yeah, the... I believe, like, what happened with that is that there was this guy who... Like, he, yeah, so he, he's he, not he affiliated with anybody. Um, yeah. And then when that last episode of Mandalorian season 3 mm. came out, 
yeah, just like the whole deep fake movie, and they look fucking like perfect. Yeah. And Disney, like, that's not that's not an actor that hired him. Yeah, he was like, they were like, yo, you want to? That man was talented. Um, but yeah, what, what about you guys? That Marvel movie using him too. So oh I'm yeah, I heard. I heard apparently. Um, Book of Boba Fett for me, I, I like the flashbacks of it. Um, one thing that did like I didn't really enjoy about well, not that I didn't enjoy about the show, but like I guess from people that watched the original trilogy and like really was able to learn about Boba Fett, that he was like just like really like badass bounty hunter, and I was hoping to see that more. I mean, we saw a little bit in season two of Mandalorian, so like. Like, uh, certain parts of the show that we saw, like, his griminess. But, like, after, like, Nando pulled up, he kind of gets soft. And I didn't really, I was just kind of like, damn, like, what was all the hype about Boba Fett for them to not really show him do nothing too, too crazy? But I guess it was also, like, still a dream of him being, like, a better person and, like, learning from the Tuscans and, and not yeah. something like, I have to rule everything by fear. I have to be respected. Yeah. Which, which, like, Honestly, by the end of the show, I don't know. I mean, I guess from the people that's in his crew, they respect him. But outside of that, I don't know who else really respects him because he yeah. really do much to But the last episode, like, you, you got to see, like, how ruthless he can be. Like, he's nice. Yeah, yeah, he gives, yeah. He gives, you, um, he gives you chances. But then, like, at the end, like, all the politicians were assassinated. Like, he was like, yeah. oh, you're done. Yeah, I, I, I know, like, one of the uh, YouTubers I watched all. Uh, Christian Harloff, he like he loves Star Wars too. And he was saying like if like the fact that Fennec did it, like it was just dope and like that's her character, like she's like a little like spy kind of a thing. But Boba Fett was the one that like went in there and took out everybody from the um the Ice Syndicate and, and the and the fucking um the mayor itself. Like if he was the one that like, went in there and slaughtered all of it, it probably would have a little bit stronger. And I kinda agree I was like it was dope seeing Fennec being like a sneaky like ninja or whatever. It was also like yeah, but if Bo was in there, he just came in there and blasted all of them up, let him know, like, yeah, I'm that dude. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking he was going to c- come in and be, like, he was going to make some, like, big-ass speech and then... Yeah, like, exactly. Like, clap everybody. Yeah. So, that, that would have fucked me. But then, like, we did see, like, when he uh, took out that poor, uh, that little gang that wasn't really... I guess they were, like, causing harm in, in on, on Tatooine. But like when he yeah. got his ship and blew them all up, that was like, yo, monster. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking When the menace. Pikes got involved, I was like, this, this, you know, they're they're really utilizing. They're utilizing their assets. Yeah. From um, there was a solo. Solo was when we we actually ending the Clone Wars. We got to see the yeah, Pikes the in action. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I really thought they were gonna include at least like one or two more characters from like this the solo movie. And in this final, uh, final, like, oh, yeah, I guess the final episode of Boba Fett, I, I really thought they were going to go for it, but I guess not. Yeah. But what I, about... What about your rating, Danny? So my rating for the show... So oh, I don't think you're my rating. <laughs> so I actually, I think last time when we first recorded, I gave it a higher rating. I gave, I think, a 8.5-ish. I'm going to decrease it to an 8, 8 out of 10. Um... Is it like it was really good? I really enjoyed it. Like I think, like they said, those flashbacks really like it was really ca- caught my attention. I really like that style of like storytelling where you give it a you give the viewer a flashback to then bring back to the current times to and stuff. 
But what really I didn't like and took me out a lot was some of the like CGI and like some of the chore- uh, chore- uh, oh, choreography, yeah, like the, the the chase scenes. Some yeah. mainly the chase. Honestly, is mainly the chase scenes that involved a vehicle. Honestly, it just it took me out a lot of times. That like, fucking little biker gang. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. that biker gang got <laughs> me tight with the little bikes. They would be like five to eight minute long chases. Of them going like two miles per hour, bro. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, and then the some of the chasings on foot too. There was just like doing the most when they weren't yeah. really doing anything. Actually, all the like super like you can tell this is choreographed parkour they were doing. Yeah, all yeah. that was bad. Um, Ron, did you see the one of the like, little fucking the little motor gang guys? Uh, he got like, shot in like little spin move. You see that in the final episode? Because that took me the fuck out of the show when I saw that shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I, that, that caught me, too. I was just like, yeah. come on. We can do better. I was like, yeah, I was like, he's doing the most. Like that, that, you know how that made me feel when um, in Back to the Future 2, when the, the little uh, Biff's little uh, like hover gang or whatever yeah when they when they popped up and they did like those cheesy little moves like that's how i felt uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I was kind of like so you're in a gun battle and you're like i'm gonna do a spin move and you shoot i was like, i don't think i just don't think that's what's going through your head at the time. i think you're scared you're gonna die for sure yeah. do a spin move real quick yeah but did we but there are a lot of like little details that were very cool um so, some major but uh Mando, not Mando, sorry. <laughs> Boba getting to ride the Rancor. And yeah. Come on. That is actually, Fine. yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I just feel about um, Cat, Cat, Cat Bane. Yeah. Give, us a little, give us a little demo who Cat Bane is. <laughs> he's uh, essentially like, oh, I guess you could say he's like the OG bounty hunter um, besides um, Jango Fett and Boba Fett. Yeah, he's a G. Yeah, he trains. He trains both when, he, like, after like his dad dies. I mean, he trains both when he, after his dad dies. Um, he literally in Clone Wars is causing all types of havoc. He, he's set to um go um kidnap the the bunch of senators and the counselors in one of those episodes. He, uh, didn't he kidnap? Uh, I forgot. Zeno. I think that was his name. The yeah. Yeah, 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 one of the Hutt's uh, children. Yeah, he, he does that. He, uh, I think he's he, he sent to kill some Jedi too. I, I don't know if it was Obi Wan or somebody else. Or was it Ahsoka? I don't know. He was sent to kill one Jedi in Clone Wars too. But he's pretty, pretty much a badass bounty hunter that could that can compete with fucking Jedi with no problem. Um, did 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 it suck to see him die in the last episode? Because for me, I was kind of like, oh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. But yeah. It's too late, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It it did suck because it was all that build up. I would have at least yeah. thought like you know he would have gotten like wounded heavily and then like retreat. Yeah, I, I really thought it was gonna be like oh he's gonna be season two bad uh, like big bad. Yes, not nah, another fanfare they did because honestly that yeah fans Heavy. knew who he was and he didn't stay long enough to have a meaningful that much of impact on new viewers like oh wow he's such a cool character like he looks cool but they don't know much about him i guess if you watch clone wars if you watch um bad batch and you watch this i guess it's enough (laughs) 
Oh, yes. that's another show I didn't watch. I didn't get to watch Bad Batch. Not really. You know, yeah, it drags on. They drag it. Hmm. I watched halfway. I couldn't. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right, right. It's like rebels for you guys, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, got you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think I'll go the same way as you. Like, I'll give both eight out of ten. Like, it was cool. It was nice to get the stories, uh, meet some new characters. But outside of that, it was alright. It was alright. Yeah. Um, I, I do think it was kind of foul doing 2.5 Mandalorian. That was kind of fun to do. But, you know, it definitely showed more interesting for me to watch. Or we can miss it. Um, but the next segment we wanted to get into, we want to talk about video games and the metaverse. We're on it. Um, my question to you, Lonnie, do you think the, meta, the metaverse will flop? Or, or do you think it'll bring us closer to, like, a Ready Player One kind of video game, like, world? Like, we're, yeah. like, deep inside the VR world. You know, how do you, how do you know I know anything about the metaverse? Um, because you suggested this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so I hope you do. <laughs> ah yes, yes. No, the you bring up Ready Player One. I remember watching like the trailers and stuff, but I I just never watched the movie. Highly recommend. Highly. Uh, I mean, is is it is it highly recommend? Okay, okay. Highly recommend. It's a it's uh, a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, it's I got you. Movie. I got you. So, I don't. I think it's it's a it's a step forward. You know, VR is still a relatively new technology. It's not as easily accessible um, as let's say the other game consoles that are out here. Let alone like the handheld ones. You know. Yeah. Now, the metaverse. If for the people who don't know, it's 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 still like kind of like f- fresh. It's, it's all the wild west right now. It's it's a it's a big virtual world that Mark Zuckerberg is converting Facebook into. So in the next five years, his plan is to integrate pretty much everyone who's on Facebook into the metaverse, um, and and beyond. So the plan is to make that VR technology uh, not only more powerful where you are able to do literally anything that you could think of, but make it more accessible to those people on Facebook, Um, which is a very ambitious goal in the next five years. Very, very ambitious. Um, But there is a lot of space for utilization and I think the way that he is making it a very limitless space is smart. But at the same time, it is a very, very scary venture because we start to get these questions of like what's right and wrong, different uh, tests of morality, like where where is the line of reality again and where do we stop? Yeah. You know, when is it too far? I mean, we've had a few examples of just growing up, like 
Uh, Spy Kids 3 was kind of like a little metaverse in a way. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah, really think about it. Yeah. That was kind of in a way their own inverse, <laughs> like visual, like interpretation of what a metaverse is, even no, though they didn't know it. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about it, that's That was the original crazy. Ready Player One. Yeah. Even though yeah. Ready Player One was a book, but yeah. They, they, they bit off the book and then was like, yo, I got this idea for the third movie. And then, <laughs> but that's honestly like in a way, like, Especially now that we're older, we're not really that much into video games. I know you, Day, and Alan are. But even then, like, we don't play as much as we used to. Like, yeah. So the new generation is going to start growing into it. Like, the technology, yeah. they'll start. It'll be, what, it'll be what phones is to us. The metaverse will be to them. Yeah. Like, or even the internet to us. Like, yeah. If, if, us, um, us to you know, if, like, those ambitions come to life, you know. We've um, now this next question about the metaverse, uh, like internally, like would be like you know, is the world world ready for a virtual world where you get to do anything, be anything, be anyone? Yeah, do you think do you think the metaverse will like dive into society, change society a little bit? I think it, a lot. It, it'll it'll definitely do a big have an impact with uh, the workspace. That that's that's one example um, of like people being able to utilize it for something productive you don't need to meet in an actual office you could just have your headset on and you just sit down and you can have a powerpoint just in the meta metaverse world or like the meeting room that you decide to create um architect architectures architects my bad architects can go over um building plans floor plans uh they can literally designed the room like right in front of you so if someone i know one of my my uncles like he does that kind of like architecture of like indoor design interior design Mm -hmm. and he makes all these like little models and stuff and it would be really cool if like you could just say create one like in the metaverse and you could have someone visualize it like right in front of them like as if they're living the space they already that technology they're already kind of doing it in um south korea they're building a new stadium in i think seoul it is and the whole architecture team wasn't able to get together so they basically designed it all in you know cad modeling 3d the virtual world yeah and they were able to then go into it with vr headsets and walk through their creation put where everything would be how it would look how the lighting would be the sun how the shadows would cast and everything like they were able to design all that and now they're That's in big. the actual construction process mm-hmm. that is big yeah the the implications of it is it's there's so much that goes into it because like how you mentioned the lighting i i was actually <laughs> as funny as enough is that like a bulb in my house like a blue like burnt out uh-huh. <laughs> and i i went to um i already had like extra light bulbs so i was like i i you know screwed the ones that i had on and i was like this isn't white oh it's one of those there's lights. a whole thing yeah like the, it was more of the warm color yeah and there's so much to f- to fucking light bulbs <laughs> like i i I was youtubing it while i was at target oh, like so seeing weak. all the different lumens the, the yeah. brightness you know and all that and i was like damn but like to actually simulate that in a virtual world where like you have the right lighting that can kind of reflect the right lighting in real life you know it's all crazy technology is developing very fast it's uh i'd say give him a few more years uh 
you know how ray tracing is pretty big now but it's not yeah. as um mate well, what the <laughs> it's not as um oh. <laughs> <laughs> ronnie's screen just went black on my end oh. but no my, my um, light went off i had oh. like one of those like um like, well, lamps where, like you could just plug it into usb oh okay gotcha but what's it called? I feel like ray tracing will be a lot more available, especially with uh, Real Engine 5. The Unreal Engine 5 that came out recently, like, makes creating powerful, like, grand worlds so much easier. It's just... But it, it's, it's crazy. Like, I've been, like, watching, like, movie uh, game trailers, and, like, some of these video games are, like, they're insane, supposed to be, like, realistic-looking people. It definitely looking insane, real. Yeah. I'm like, yo, like, this could be a movie, and I would definitely like this. Bro, it's like the show. Okay. Remember the show I put you on to the uh, Love... Uh, I love Death Robots. Love uh, Death Robots. There's a yeah, few yeah. episodes where the animation <laughs> looks almost real life. That Matrix game that the uh, Dark oh, yeah. came out with. Crazy. <laughs> it looks dumbass real. Um, this, is a, this is a Star Wars game from the now. I think it's the Old Republic. I think they're yeah, Darren sent the trailer. Yeah, 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 Look yeah, crazy. Yeah. Oh, it looks crazy. <laughs> even the... Um, Fallen Order, the last um, Star Wars game that came out, like All even that order, looks like yes. looks stupid that realistic, and that's a great game. Cal Kestis, <laughs> great, game. kind of annoying character, but you know, it you was so? uh, yeah, it was kind of annoying to be honest. <laughs> his his what well, I, I don't know if I say his master, but the, the black chick, like I hated yeah. her. She was mad. <laughs> Yo, when she Darth was... Vader pulls up, bro. Oh my god, bro. If you haven't played I've seen game, the trailer. No, I've seen. I've seen some scenes. Game, bro. bro, the terror you feel, like, like, bro, when I didn't even know, like, I had no idea. Like, you're yeah, just casually fighting a boss, and then all of a sudden, like, there's a cutscene. Do you want me to spoil this? No, I'm. I'm yeah, it's. Yeah, I've I mean, seen it. I've seen it on YouTube. Right. Like, what, two, and it's ago? crazy, bro. Like, like you, you finish the boss, and then during the cutscene, she starts getting force choked. And you're thinking like, yo, this boss is oh. dumb hard, and like she's getting choked, and then she gets thrown off, and it's fucking it's Darth like, Vader. He just pulls up, and then you from his like, ship, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's like an underground, um, that volcanic base. I uh, believe. You know which one I'm talking about? I don't remember uh, watching the YouTube video. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, Bro, imagine now, uh, VR and like just like just metaverse gaming is yeah, that developed yeah, you're able to <laughs> go into a star wars ga- star wars game and kind of basically play that I, character your kids I, I, at okay your kids at beacon are going to be watching you through a vr headset Thanks. yeah i look you feel that's what you take waiting for and that's why they haven't dropped a new one yet i feel like they're waiting to like make sure like vr is like official official just so they could break into that world and just like go crazy like, I don't know about you guys. I feel like there's, there's only so much you can do with GTA now, especially yeah. like the regular console. And I feel like the only next step is like to actually put yourself in it and let you yeah. get walking around. And I don't know if you guys have seen the the driving, the video, the the car simulation games, the no, simulator, just like uh, Gran Turismo like, and those. Yeah. Yeah, but like some people have like full setups where they have oh, yeah, a wheel yeah, pedal. Yeah, yeah. So now add a VR headset. Boom, yeah. there you go. <laughs> now you're dead on driving a working Yeah, so it's like where it's all all of it just needs to get connected and be yeah. more widely accessible. And then, and yeah. 
oh my god, that's crazy. Like, this movie is just so seen as development. Yeah. This should happen. Yeah. It's like, They're all it's separate, really but once it's all connected, boy. Man. I guess low key, I feel like we gotta shout out the pandemic. I feel like this kind of helps us get closer to this kind of world of like, fuck having to like do shit in real life, like just do it online. Because like, yeah. just everybody having to be on Zoom for like the whole yeah. pandemic, be able to do work, go to school, and everything. Yeah. I think that just. At least across America, everybody was kind of like, "Yeah, it's time. It's time to start being these." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, it's the cool. future is gonna be more just like more interactions online than in real person. Yeah, you're gonna know scary. someone so deeply and like have such a deep connection with someone, and you might not have ever met them in real life. Oh, I'm fucking terrified. Nah, people, people be, <laughs> like, doing, I'm people be this, having I'm that through text I'm though. Scared. Yeah, like, that's already, yeah, already yeah. a thing. But now VR have yeah. something to look at. It might not even be them, but you have you think you have like a deeper connection because you see something. But the yeah. haptic feedback Ooh. S- Ooh. stuff. Oh, I'm age. excited! Yo. I'm excited, bro. <laughs> oh no! Yes, sir. No. From row, from row in there. Hey, yo, no. yo, dude. Uh, um, speaking of, of of that, I think it's gonna be. A very interesting time like disciplining like certain parents are gonna have a hard time dis- disciplining their kids and like micromanaging like those uh activities that they do online because now it's like it's already an issue they're gonna they're gonna it's see so yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're gonna see their kids. we're gonna see your kids put on a fucking headset and like walk around the house like like you know and and Ronnie, yelling obscenities like modern warfare 2 lobbies yeah but like you can still see peripherals bro vr headset Next yeah, thing's yeah. AR, bro. AR is next. Actual reality. Actual <laughs> reality. Yeah, augmented. Yeah. Have you ever played Dusex, Ronnie? I feel like you might have. Um, Dusex Machina. Gameplay. Oh, that game was so good, but Deus it had Ex a Machina? yeah, it had a lot to do with AR, like augmented yeah. reality and stuff. That's honestly like the next one, merging virtual with real life. That that's even more scary. I don't even want to get into that. That is because then I, th- I forgot what movie or something where it was like I think it was a movie where, uh, basically it was to the point where, yeah, oh no, it was from Ready Player One. The, the point, remember that companies paid ads to display in your like just like view basically, but they basically were only allotted a certain amount of space, and just the rest is your actual view. As long as it wasn't in your main view, they could just throw ads at you, like twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. So it's just that's, that's the, you're gonna see something like that's kind of fire. Yeah. <laughs> GG. That's it. That's it. But yeah, yeah that's honestly, it. that's the final step: merging real world with virtual, bro. You got your shawty in front of you. She's actually like across the world, and then you're like, wait, no. Yeah. Um. Well, since we talked about video games, right? You want to give us your top five video games of all time? All right. So, I had a physical list ready, uh-huh. but I threw it out because I was cleaning. <laughs> um. But I, I I remember the gist. Um. My top five. It's very hard to narrow it down because there's so many great games that I've played that have like had a deep impact. Um. But my top five that I especially keep going to. Uh, except for one of them, uh, Super Mario Sunshine. That hey. was that. That's my. I, I can't give it a rank, but it's it's up there. It's a great it's, game. It was a black sheep. Yeah, it was a black sheep of uh, 
the Mario series because you had like a hover nozzle. But overall, it's just a very fun, good time. Like it's a good experience. Uh, whenever you you just pop it in, uh, you start the game and you just feel good. It's it's just a happy go lucky um, time. Yeah. And it, it, I personally, I just feel a lot a lot of nostalgia from like back then when I didn't know shit. You know, when things were a lot more blissful because of that ignorance um number four my number four i'd i'd say devil may cry three nice never played it but i've seen it or the just the devil may cry series in general it's it's quite the show and it, it again it's one of those games where like it's a great storytelling great visuals and art um and the combat is just one of those beat em ups you, gotcha, you can't yeah. go wrong with beat em ups. Um, number three, I I played recently, and I finished recently. Uh, well, I started like a year ago, and I finished it recently because it, there's so much like things to do until you're like, yeah, let's just finish the game. Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, okay. The game starts off with like, um what is it it starts off with a with a message like real quick it's like a game for new players and fans alike and it it is uh, tailored for new gamers new people into the series and also for fans because it has that classic final fantasy look the the anime style like characters but overall the real enjoyment from this game is like it's about friendship and we all value friendship immensely and yeah, as you imagine <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay 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 you know what you know, kidding, you know what whatever guys it's cool um you find that you, you spend such a huge amount of time with these four characters all in, all like in a group doing all the quests together like you connect and have a bond with them because like they literally like they make little quips of um of like dialogue like during fighting and also like you you have a car it's called the regalia and you take that car everywhere and, and during those rides to like other points in the map um you have banter and just conversations about like the things that you just did or like the events that are going on um it just feels good and then the payoff for the ending man there's there's one of the characters like his thing is he takes photos so like random moments within like the game it takes a random photo uh and it's like good shots um and it all pays off and it all comes full circle at the end and bro throughout that 30 like hour of like ending like i I cried three times like i was just like you know one thing happened and then another thing and i thought you know it was over after the credits bro after the credits bro i was like not expecting this last part but then it was like it's like friendship it's like (laughs) something like me watching rebels bro i was like no this is you this is you and that all happened in the in the that all happened 
like six o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn. Okay, so that's number three. So is number two making you cry too, Ronnie? Uh, nah, nah, nah. This one. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, Kotor two. It's one of the, it's mm. it's a huge game. It's one of those games where, uh, how I was mentioning before. Um, Kotor two has Kreia, Darth Kreia, and it's a huge narrative about and commentary about like what it really means to follow a creed if you're following what you want or what other people want and to control yourself have discipline and so many other things like this multi-layered game uh great storytelling uh great narrative so many decisions to make and it's it's cool you you you're it's not easy either like you you're on your toes for quite a bit no cap, those games were dumbass. <laughs> yeah, bro. I I don't know how like a young me would have. Yeah, yeah, no. Playing this I remember damn game. my dad playing a game on Xbox and like would give me the controller. Like it was like an easy part of the mission, and I would struggle. Oh, <laughs> I would struggle. It's, it's so, tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. Um, those are the best games, low key though. Yeah. What's uh, number one, Ronnie? Number one. Number one. Was, I feel like a lot of people game. would agree with me on this one because this game it. changed everything. Hold everything that we have. NBA 2K12. <laughs> NBA 2K2010. Um, the NHL. Uh, oh, I heard. <laughs> Yo. No, 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 no. Resident Evil 4. Ooh. Elite. Classic. Classic. Amazing game. game. Amazing. The over-the-shoulder perspective. Pretty good series. Yeah, it, it is a pretty good series up until six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. And then and then it got better. Seven, eight, eight. You know, they they revived the 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 trilogies. Um, Before four clean, amazing, awesome story, and it's one of those like it's simple to follow, um, and it has a lot. Is there's just a lot, and for someone who um, it's probably like getting into like more mature games, like let's say like someone moving on from like a teen into like their pre-adult life, and they pick up this game. They're like, "Yo, like this is this is a this is a masterpiece. Like it's it's awesome. It's so and it's re- replayability. Super, yeah, super. A lot of features. They have Simon Ada, separate ways, the mercenaries. Yeah. Yep. Um, and to be honest, guys. So I I have I have a switch, mm-hmm. and you can download Resi- Resident Evil four, five, and six on oh, the switch. The? I never thought in my day that I would get to be <laughs> able to just walk around <laughs> and play yes. Resident Evil four at any point in my life. You know, I was on the plane to when I would um, take my plane rides to to Paraguay because like I have to go there quite often now. Um, I just, I just, I'm bored. I just pop it on. I just pop Damn. it on on my Switch. Wait, man, that means everything. Yeah. It does, it does. But I, I got a few honorable mentions. Um, I, I'll just, I'll just put out three. Uh, Bioshock, Bioshock 1 and 2. Uh, Legend of Zelda. Um, s- Damn. Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. <laughs> I, unfortunately, I never really got to play those games to, to, to the end. 
Um, Breath of the Wild and Wind Waker. Those on the list. That's it. Gotcha. Those the honorable mentions. Yeah. Um. So uh, it, it has been a little while since the trailer came out, but during the Super Bowl, I guess before the Super Bowl, the Multiverse of Madness trailer came out. What do you guys think of the trailer? Beautiful, beautiful trailer. That trailer was really good, bro. The amount of stuff they showed just has me questioning what we haven't seen just because they kind of teased a lot. They teased a lot. We got Zombie, Doctor Strange, Zombie, Wanda. We got the uh, Defender, Doctor Strange. We got a glimpse, not a glimpse. We got to hear Professor Professor X's voice. I guess we got a glimpse in the back of his head. Yeah, back of his head is that dome. But, mm-hmm. like, just the oh, that trailer is just hyped, bro. Just straight hype. Oh, did, oh. did you guys hear or see the quote about his, the interview he had? Um, yeah. About, like, people impersonating his yeah. voice and everything. I was like, That's honestly a pretty terrible. good answer. I, I guess. Compared to nah, I'm not in it. That's like. Yeah, I guess that's the next best answer you can give. But it's like, bro, we showed it back your head. I don't. I just feel like it's not bro. a random bald dude that got to, yeah. to impersonate your The voice. thing that was bald. The thing was bald. You're saying that not? That's not the thing. But then, yeah, but so you got somebody to impersonate your voice and have a bald head. Like, <laughs> just get the guy. <laughs> just get the guy. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. What would you think about it? We think of it. It's it's cool. Damn, <laughs> just like nah, that. I, I, I love yeah, the trailer because I remember watching Doctor Strange for the first time back in I think 2016. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, I was in sophomore in college. In, 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 yeah. in the theaters, yeah. I didn't. The first time I didn't, I didn't get to watch, I didn't get to watch all of it because, so, I watched it again, right? Uh, and okay, it was that, one of those, one of those movies, Marvel movies I watched like often. Oh. Yeah, before I wasn't too into before that I wasn't too into like the Marvel stuff it was I watched Captain America um, Winter Soldier in the theaters with the boys right but I didn't know that there was like a whole universe like being built as like that was going on like through my years it wasn't until I reached college when I actually started to watch all this stuff bro um so I went I transitioned from like seeing the Winter Soldier and then like I have Doctor Strange like just magic and all this <laughs> other stuff like going on and then yeah, I'm taking a look at the trailer the now <laughs> yeah I'm looking at the trailer now for, for Multiverse of Madness and it's like extra over the top super 50 times over whatever is going on in Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange, into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I, I thought it was I awesome. Yeah. Super hyped. And it's coming out soon. This year. Couple months. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, well. Do you guys think they're... Oh. Wait. What's, what's, what's the question? <laughs> Uh, My man's a little blind over here. He needs glasses. Yeah. Yo, before we before we get into this like next question, yeah, we should uh we should plan a a day we can go and watch oh, yeah, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. that no. Friday, bro. Bring you know, the whole funny. gang. <laughs> I've been Jose... wanting to like plan out when, when we go see Batman, and it's like two weeks or a oh. week away now. Oh shit! Or two weeks away now. Yeah, totally forgot about that. We got we got to figure that out. Also. Yeah. Um, but do you think Marvel's doing Illuminati Professor X, Ronnie? Um, and then who do you think is going to be part of this group? Um, 
Let's see. <laughs> oh man! Super dramatic pause, <laughs> dude. Okay, so it about the Illuminati, yeah? Yeah, yes. you can answer this one quick. You don't got. We don't got to get too. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so the the Illuminati is a relatively newer development within like the the whole Marvel scene. I think it, they they were created in like two thousand six. Oh, were they? And oh, I should know that. So, but um, I'm not too savvy with like the whole comic verse that yeah, they have. If, how about how about this? If you could make your own Illuminati group, okay. So so the greatest minds can. that that there are, I would yeah. genuinely put um, uh, of of course Strange, um, Tony. I'd put Bruce. Because he's more indifferent, you know, uh, and and logical, you know. I, even though he is indifferent, he would put like his his um, what's right in front, you know, like morally. Yeah. While Doctor Strange would have the uh, more cosmic idea and a cosmic approach, like where like the whole universe matters rather than one life, you know. Um, Tony's more of the cha- of the more chaotic lawful. Um, I would definitely have uh, Professor X. Um, Reed, uh, Mister Fantastic. I would hope. Um, and lastly, I I feel like I'd I'd have. Um, Black Panther's uh, sister. I forgot her name. Oh, Shiri. Uh, Shiri. Shiri, yeah. I would have her. Yeah, that, that, that's an interesting group to have. Um, honestly, like, from... Obviously, everything we've seen with, like, the other, like, Marvel stuff that we got. Uh, like, What If and sh- shit like that. I, I really feel like they are going to do the, the Captain Britain uh, Sharon Carter, I feel like she's gonna be a part of it just because it may have just like a big movie version character in that um in that um what you call it in that show. Um I think also the, the Black Panther Killmonger, I feel like. I know like originally Illuminati, like Black Panther isn't part of the group. Like he they, they try to get him in it but he's just not really fucking with it. And I can see them kinda of doing that with this where it's like uh, maybe in his, in his universe is like he's Killmonger, Black Panther. So we like we kind of replaced the Black Panther figure in the universe, but also like he doesn't stay too long because he's just like I don't like the vibe of this. Like what you guys are doing is all wrong. So I can see them having it in there. Um, I think the Reed Richards from the OG uh, 2000s, because oh. the four would be a part of the group. Uh, a lot of people think he's be John Krasinski, but I just feel like if he's gonna be the MCU Mister Fantastic, I feel like it'd be weird. To have him like just be in this one movie, or not just be in this one movie, but like his first appearance would be in this one movie, that would be a weird way to like to show him off. Um, look at him, Professor X, obviously. Um, you know, it'll be a funny character. Well, I, I doubt they're gonna be in it, but a funny character would be Deadpool. Deadpool was part of that, the movie. that would be crazy. <laughs> I highly doubt you'll have it, but that would be fucking hilarious. That would <laughs> because, be. like, in his movie, like, he like. Like 
like learned how to go to different uh, multiverses and was like like killing off himself in different universes and stuff like that. That thing would be cool to see him in there. Um, and yeah, that's strange, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Mordo, we like kind of saw him in the background of that on the trailer. But yeah, that uh, doesn't work. Yeah. I, I think Mordo's more like an enforcer. So for me, my people I think would be on the Illuminati would, of course, be um, Doug Strange, Doug Strange, Reed Richards. I don't know which Reed Richards, honestly. I still honestly, I think it will be John Krowinski. I think, yeah, I think they'll go that route. My my only thing is, though, like, why in this multiverse movie is our universe, Mr. A part of Illuminati, you know, especially since we haven't even seen him yet and seen like what, like him like learn. I about put the my trust in Marvel, bro. I, I, I mean, yeah, like one hundred percent. But like, it, I feel like it would just be weird. Like, I yeah. feel like with Professor X, like we understand, like okay, like he's like a different kind of like trust in Kevin Feige, trust in him, Tommy, John Favreau. Yep. But um, so yeah, Doctor Strange, uh, Reed Richards, uh, Professor X, of course, that we saw. Uh, what's it called? I think we will get Iron Man as um, probably oh, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise. <laughs> I Tom think we'll end up getting Tom Cruise Iron Man in there as his part of the Illuminati. Who else? And then the last two, I would say it's hard to say honestly. Yo, do you think it would be a twist? We get a a Kang version in there. That's a that's Kang, weird. like not the Kang we saw in the Loki show, but just a variant, one of his variants. Yeah, it'd be I, very I, possible. I think because it's they were all like great minds. Who, yeah, like, he is a great mind. He is the yeah. son of Reed. But one of them would just happen to be, uh, a couple of them happen to be assholes, <laughs> and they just wanted to I, do yeah. the whole thing. Like we get them before they get us. Yeah. If, if if I wanted yeah. to give my serious theory, I, I I think so. But I could I also I could also see them doing it through the Supreme Iron Man and just being like, oh, he's maybe he's not Iron Lad, but maybe he has like he like reference that he has a son. And that he's like taking like really advanced steps in his world, and he's about to, he might be able to take the next step and be like gotcha. replace him. And I can see them kind of like like referencing that, like oh, like there's a powerful young character coming from our universe yeah. that's like gonna be this next version of King. Gotcha. King Have you guys seen the Runaways? Mm, not fully. Yeah, like I watched half. a little bit of it. Half. I saw I saw the first season. Uh huh. Not not the second. I know it has something to do with Celestials, which is also a very interesting Did topic. It? I don't remember actually. Now that yeah, you because it. one of the the ma- the main villain happens to be like the boyfriend of one of the Runaways. Yeah. Yeah, I never really got too deep into the show. Yeah, I watched like up to episode three, and then because it was weekly, and then it, I was too lazy yeah. to keep yeah. watching. Yeah, a, a lot of those shows got weak, felt like dramas, sure. like teen dramas, more of them seemed like a superhero show. Yeah, I was never really. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was multiple in this trailer. You know, I, I've been excited to see it. Can't wait for that movie to come out. Um, so obviously we did take that break last week because like we couldn't the audio fucked up. Yeah. But also we're taking another break with the podcast. Uh, me and Danny have both been really really busy with with work and everything for yeah. What? So, yeah. <laughs> what? So Ronnie, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. Oh, so, <laughs> the Kaiser knows it's gonna take a little hiatus. Yes. Uh, we might come back and something a little bit different with maybe another person on the pod. We'll see. You know, but we're definitely gonna take some break because got uh, me and Danny got a lot going on. Right yeah. Now, so. 
I'll hopefully be hey, on for episode seventy. You know, hey. thirty-five plus thirty-five. <laughs> hey. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, hopefully by then, you know, we actually like recording and like just like video of this, and people can see your your beautiful face, Robert. But uh, yeah, um, it's it's gonna be some time, but we'll be back. We'll be back. Yes, um, sir. But again, thank you guys for listening all this time. Um, you know what to do. Like, subscribe on YouTube. Download the episodes of Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts. Leave and a good comment if you yes, love sir. the show. Shout out. Bring it, bring it to all your friends. Just play it on their yes, Apple sir. Podcasts. Their Shout Spotify. out that one middle school kid that comes up to my job hey. right away and says I listen to the casual nurse. Shout out to you, my guy. Still don't know That's your so name. It's so funny because I remember you, the episode before you were like, you're, you're like, yo, fuck kids or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't know if someone. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember oh, that. <laughs> I said fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely dead. Yeah. But yeah, uh, thank you guys thank for you, listening. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you for yeah, thank you for popping out, bro. Thank you for having me. It was a big pleasure. Thank you. Right. Same to you, man. We'll see you guys next time. I don't know why I did a peace out because I'm on FaceTime with the guys, but it's cool. We'll see you guys next Yo, time. Yo, casual nerds out. <laughs> <laughs>